0: This is episode 203 of the Beyond the Food Show, and today it's all about sustainable habits. And I'm going to reveal the secret that came into my life about three or four months ago. And that secret is actually residing in a shift that we all need to make as dieters or former dieters, and it's the perfectionist paradigm shift. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food show. I'm Stephanie Dozier, a clinical nutritionist and emotional eating expert, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food method and founder of the Going to Beyond the Food Academy. Corporate executive turned health expert with my own journey with weight, body image and food. It's now my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently right now and unconditionally. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hello, sisters. Welcome into the show. Stephanie Dozia here. And as of today, we have four more days to submit your application or someone else's application for the Going to Beyond the Food Academy Scholarship Program. So this is something we do twice a year where we help a woman in need and financial situation that can't be helped It's not a matter of a choice. It's a matter of situation where some of us find ourselves into in some part of our life. And we use food as a way of coping with the stress of our life. And yet, financially, we can't do anything to help ourselves. So this is for the woman. Perhaps it's you. Perhaps it's someone in your life that is in that place that needs some help but can't afford it. And the academy would benefit them or you strongly. Be sure to submit your application. I'm loving this time because I'm seeing the application coming in and I'm reading your story, which is absolutely story of courage. So please make sure that this message goes out to someone in your life. It's our duty as women to help another woman in difficulty. So if it's not you, but someone in your life, please share that message with them. And that's for the fall semester of the Academy, which if you are interested in joining us, we start September the 6th. If you're new to the podcast, you're like, what the heck is the Academy, (laughs) right? The Going to Beyond the Food Academy is our signature program that helps women eat better, feel better, and be healthier and start living their life today. And in there, we have a comprehensive program to help you change your relationship to food and to your body, because that's the root cause of all of our suffering is how we relate to our body and our weight and we have kind of a five steps process. Now if you want to know more about the academy, we have a brand new workshop that you can take at any time. And that workshop's going to walk you through why you're struggling today after perhaps 10, 15, 20, 30 years of dieting. For me it was 25, but could be longer or shorter for you, why you're struggling, and then the five-step process for you to no longer struggle. So if you go into the show notes of today's podcast, you will have a link for you to take this workshop, which is totally free. Or you can go at stephaniedolzie.com slash academy, and then you can request an application to join the academy, and you'll have two choices. If you know you want to join us for the fall of this year, or at any time, if you're listening to this later, you can join at any time, but perhaps you want to do it in a group setting. So we're starting that group September 6. Click, I'm ready. I know what I'm into. And there's a secret discount being offered to all of you when you register. So register, you'll see your special offer, or you can take the workshop with a, a more in-depth uh, presentation of what the Academy is. So perhaps I'll see some of you on the other side and you'll be joining us in the Academy for this fall. Today is all about habit change and the shift that we need to make in our head around our process of implementing habits in our life. And that's a continuum from our last show, Podcast 202, that was all about a new concept that I introduce you to called the diet brain, right? This is something that I am creating right now as I go, as I keep always studying and looking at new ways of helping you. And I'm realizing that we have very specific ways of thinking as former dieters or current dieters. And that's what's keeping us trapped in this, crazy relationship to food in our body. And today we're gonna talk about how as this person that has a diet brain, we engage with habits and how we actually create a vicious circle for ourselves of never being able to create sustainable habits, particularly around our health. That's what we're gonna talk about. So first what we're gonna do, I'm the very logical person, so I like to like set us up to be all at the same place. So if you haven't listened to 202 podcasts and you're like, what the heck is diet brain? Diet brain is the mindset or the way of thinking that you have developed in order to be successful with dieting. These are specific thoughts pattern that you had to observe while being on a diet and for many of us this way of thinking that we have developed was because of our desire to be successful in the dieting model and then over time of not being successful with dieting pause here because dieting doesn't work right if you don't know that i'm telling you 95 failure rate So we weren't able to be successful, but we adopted ways of thinking, right? So thought pattern. Now, in a more science term, these are called neural pathways. Imagine that you literally have wires in your brain, right? If you were to go down at the microscopic level of how your brain is, you would see literal wires, things that neurons that look like wired that are connected together, and when they're connected together, they're wired together, they react together. And that's what creates thought pattern, OK? And what is very particular about diet brain and dieting thought pattern is that these ways of thinking are very destructive, yet they are society's norm. The norm of society is for us to be self-destructive. That's the crazy things about where we're trapped into, ladies. And one of these thought pattern these ways of thinking that was created in your brain is perfectionism so let's see if you identify with this description a personality trait characterized by a person striving for flawlessness and setting high performance standard accompanied by critical self-evaluation and concern regarding others evaluation of self so if you're driving and that's you raise your hand (laughs) if you're on social media right now send me a dm snapshot a picture of the podcast and you're like bam i just figured out who i am i'm a perfectionist now perfectionism is present in many spheres of life but Very, very, very present when it comes to dieting and diet brain, because in hope to be successful in an intentional weight loss goal, right, intentionally wanting to lose weight, we must follow the current model, which is dieting, and that has a 95% failure rate. But here's the thing. Here's where perfectionism gets wired into us. Although dieting has a 95% failure rate, statistically proven by research, like clear as water, non-negotiable, yet dieting tells us it's our fault personally that diet haven't worked for us. You have, dieting culture tells you, you have a personal flaw. You're not good enough make diet work it's self-protecting diet culture self-protecting by pointing the finger at you so over time over the repeated cycle of failure and the personal flaw that you believe you have because it didn't work for you you develop perfectionism as a way of repairing your flaw that you have you're not good enough So go back to podcast 202, that's also how you become addicted to your problem of weight, of body, of food, and you keep seeking perfection to fix that problem. But the problem is, perfection doesn't exist. So you keep entering the loop of wanting to fix something that cannot be fixed, so then you become addicted to your problem because there's never going to be a solution to it. And you are going to always blame yourself for you not achieving perfection. I hope that makes sense. Now, where it becomes a overall life issues because when we create this new way of thinking in our brain right these new connection these new neuron wiring together this new neural pathway we cannot use it in only one area of our life when these wire this neural pathway get connected we start thinking that way in all the spheres of our life So we're not only perfectionists with diet, we're perfectionists with work, with family, with exercise, with cleanliness, with everything. And now it becomes this big, massive loop in our life that no area of our life can ever be satisfying and we can never feel that we are successful somewhere because in every area of our life, we're looking for perfection. Now we have, I have a ton of example of that when we start with our student in the academy and I'll just give you one, Mandy, she'll recognize herself because she listens to the podcast all the time. At some point in her process, she was telling us of how everything in her house had to be clean, dishes had to be put away, the sink had to be empty before she was going to bed. Otherwise, she would not allow herself to go to bed. Like the house needed to look perfect before she allowed herself rests. That's perfectionism, right? That was before she started working with us. And then she realized as we were doing a coaching session that, oh my God, she doesn't do that anymore. Like there could be dishes in the sink when she goes to sleep at night and it's not a big issue. Someone else was talking about how Her perfectionism was being expressed to her kids. She needed to have the perfect little children, the perfect little family, and the perfect little picture of the family so that she could be valuable as a mom. That perfectionism was seeping through how she interacted with her family. The thing is, when we've dieted for a long time, we may not even see it for ourselves. But if we ask loved one around us, they'll say, oh my God, you're so perfectionist. Like I can't keep up to you. Truth is 92% actually of our student will describe themselves as perfectionistic or recovered perfectionistic. Now, what is the link between perfectionism, this way of thinking of diet brain and habits? When it comes to habits, perfectionism that part of your brain tells you that you need to do everything all at once and perfectly from the get-go so right now we're at the end of august so the whole back to school september health focus craziness is upon us right this is when you will start eating healthy start a new diet a new meal plan you'll bring your lunch to work And then you will tell everybody around you that you're now like on a diet, on a plan. You're bringing your lunch. Here's the thing that I'm doing. You're going to subscribe to the gym. You're going to go to the gym three to five times a week. You're going to do an hour of cardio, then resistance training. Then you're going to walk to work. Then you have a new schedule for the family. (sighs) That's what perfectionism does to your habit. You do everything at once and to the extreme. We engage with habits in our perfectionism way of thinking. We see our capacity to create new habits and to be successful as an expression of proving that we are not flawed. My teacher will say this is a perfectionist fantasy. We are looking at, for example, September and everything we're going to do. And we do this crazy, super complicated, extensive plan. We buy a new planner. We look at our calendar and like we completely re-engineered our calendar to be the perfect health person. So you can finally be on Perfectionist fantasy. Let's take an example of my own life. I shared in podcast 183 that I had identified myself as being traumatized with exercise due to exercise being used as a method of losing weight for more than 25 years. For me, exercise created a lot of pain, was resentful, and it happened at a point where I didn't want to exercise anymore. And no matter how I tried to force myself in exercise, it wouldn't work. So I knew that I had this perfectionism in my brain. And so I did what many of you do. I went into a program. I hired a coach. And I actually put forward the fact that I wanted to work on my relationship to exercise. And I knew that it was tinted by perfectionism, right? I, like would hire a personal trainer, I would go to the gym six days a week, and then it would last for a month. And then I wouldn't do anything for two months. And then I would start again, it would last for a week, you know, the whole cycle, which I'm sure many of you have done. So hired my coach, which by the way, you've met on podcast 191, Carol Tell, And she taught me what I'm about to teach you here. The reason why I wasn't successful with exercise and healthy habits of exercise was because of my perfectionism, that if I ever hoped to heal my relationship to exercise, I needed to quit perfectionism. How does one do this? You'll ask, right? Perfectionism needs to have a significant paradigm shift. And that paradigm shift is what we call minimum baseline. When it comes to our habit, we cannot engage with habit setting, habit forming in a perfectionistic angle. We need to apply minimum baseline. We need to pick one thing, do a little bit of it until we are actually consistent, whereby perfectionism tells us to do it all all at once like do yoga every day right balance that with a proper cardio training and then do resistance training do that and move your body every single day where minimum baseline will say only walk 30 minutes three times a week no tracking of pace no marker nothing just three walks 30 minutes until that is natural (gasps) right when I was introduced to this here's the first thing that went into my mind well that's not gonna work like I mean I trained six days a week resistance training and cardio and did yoga and that didn't even work how can walking three days a week for 30 minutes walk that's the chatter that was going on in my mind can you like see yourself there too My mind resisted minimum baseline like crazy. I had to manage my mind to this concept of minimum baseline because every single fiber of me wanted to exude perfectionism. I had to make the effort and to resist my neural pathway wiring of perfectionism because clearly that had not worked. And I had to come to that realization. So the first step is to be aware, self-realize that perfectionism really doesn't work. It's just this dream that you keep having that you're going to be finally perfect. Yet in reality, you cannot set up consistent habits. And one of the reason why we can't do that, that we cannot set up consistent health habit is because we have no integrity with ourselves. We do not trust ourselves. We don't trust that we're actually going to do it. Let me explain. Part of the reason why we have a perfectionistic Brain is because diet don't work and we've been blamed for it and we create those extensive plan to finally show the world that we're not flaw and at the core is because we have attached our self worth to the success of our plan now in the case of dieting is the self-worth was attached one to the success of the dieting so that we can lose weight and finally be acceptable and worthy and then we double that with the attachment to achieving our extraordinary complicated plan we have two hits to our self-worth when we can't achieve our diet plan One, because we're not worthy, because the way our body looks or the weight we have. And two, because we cannot have integrity and trust ourselves to make the complicated plan work. So if you go back to my example of setting up minimum baseline for exercise of walking three days a week for 30 minutes, my perfectionistic brain was like, what the heck? like you've been a long distance cycling, you did bodybuilding, you did competitive swimming, and now you're going to walk three days a week for 30 minutes? That's not exercise. Yet, I can show up for the big extensive plan. What if instead, I actually rekindled my relationship to myself, my ability to trust myself, my ability to have integrity to do what I said I was going to do and work on building that relationship of trust and integrity with myself. And the truth is, at 40, having gone through 25 years of doing those crazy plans. When I was making the crazy plan in my calendar and all the list of things, there was a little voice inside of me that said, eh, eh, you know, you're never going to do this. Like, But I still went through the exercise because going through the exercise of setting up the extensive plan gave me a short beat of relief for my self-critical thinking in my brain. And actually gave me a little bit of a dopamine hit from, like, creating this extensive plan. But I knew I was never going to show up for it for the rest of my life. Like, how can exercise be so complicated and take so much time out of my life? So this is big here. So I want you to, like, take a deep breath right now and realize how critical this is. And I only got that from working with my own coach and then realizing what I was doing. Minimum baseline and the perfectionistic paradigm shift is not about the habit itself. It's about the process of repairing our relationship with ourselves. We need to rebuild this relationship with ourselves because of what dieting and diet culture created in our brain, right? Diet brain and how we've learned to sabotage our relationship with ourselves. We need to repair that first, then we can start building health habits in our life. So that minimum baseline, wherever you're going to decide to apply that, in my case was with exercise, right? It's not about how much you walk or how many times you're going to decide to do whatever you're going to decide to do. It's about you showing up with yourself for week number one and then celebrating that achievement. Knowing that the weight is of the complicated plan is not so heavy that actually next week you're going to show up for yourself again and then the third week you're going to show up for yourself and then little do you know after a month you will have done it for four weeks in a row and perhaps on the fifth week you're actually going to crave doing this that's what happened to me here's a crazy thing that happened two weeks ago I open my fitness app. I use an iPhone. It's the health app. When I opened it for the end of the week, because I don't check it every day, right? And I don't want to become obsessed about that. But I check it once a week. I opened it and I had walked that week five times. My minimum baseline was four and I walked five times and I didn't even realize it and I wanted to go the next morning. I had already made the plan to go for a walk the next morning before even opening the app and before knowing that I already had exceeded my minimum baseline. That was like, oh my God, I got to share this. Like, this is crazy. If I can repair my relationship to exercise with this, what can my listener do with this concept? So let's go into the details a little bit more around minimum baseline. Minimum baseline is a solution to repair your relationship with yourself, which is the foundation of building consistent lifelong habits. The goal of minimum baseline is to build integrity with yourself and to build integrity and trust With your ability to show up for yourself. Minimum baseline is the smallest commitment you can make and follow through on. What you can actually see yourself doing based on past experience and the smallest achievable goal possible. Now, we do that. Funny enough, I was doing that already when I was teaching nutrition, right? Now, when I started to move on to the world of no diet, I took a different approach to nutrition. And instead of removing things out of people's diet, I started to add. And then so we have, when we teach nutrition to our going beyond the food student, we go through a model of add on. We have a eight step process of implementation and it's small little goals every single week, like add a fruit for breakfast. Add one vegetable for lunch. And then they do that until that has become a habit. And then they move on to the next step, right? So I was doing minimum baseline and how I was teaching nutrition, but I never applied it to my own self. Now, when you do this, trust me, your brain is going to fight you all the way. It's going to give you thoughts like this is pointless, this is stupid, it's not going to amount to anything, you're not going to lose weight. Even though it's not about weight, it's about rebuilding your relationship to yourself. You're going to have all those thoughts coming up in your head. Now, you have to be able to manage your mind and those thoughts. Like you cannot see those thoughts as true, right? So I'm not sure what tool you're using. We teach a tool in the academy, right? And that's what we're going to be focusing on this fall. But you have to learn to manage your thought and not see them as truth. And instead, focus on rebuilding that relationship with yourself so you can build lifelong habit. And then along the way, you're going to celebrate the small victory because positive reinforcement from you to you is the number two golden rules of setting habit. If you cannot celebrate for yourself your small achievement, you will never have lifelong sustainable habits. Habits are not created by self-punishment and self-criticization, but only by positive reinforcement. One last caution before we end this podcast and the minimum baseline and perfectionist paradigm shift. Do not apply that to all area of your life at one time. That's what perfectionism got you to do, right? Exercise, food, scheduling your time, family and all. No, 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 no. This is what perfectionist brain is going to say. It's going to say, let's set up a minimum baseline for exercise. One for diet, one for social time, one, no, no. One area, one minimum baseline, that's all you do. So if you pick movement, you, there's no minimum baseline for diet. There's no minimum baseline for food. It is just strictly exercise. I know this sound too simple. I know right now the perfectionist brain is like screaming. But I can say to you with certainty, that is the only way for perfectionistic to actually be successful at lifelong habit change. So set up that one minimum baseline in one area of your life small little goals as small as possible that you know you actually can do from the bottom of your heart and then do it for one month reassess is it natural do you enjoy it no keep going reassess two months on the road is that enjoyable is that something you crave yes awesome either move into another area of your life set up one minimum baseline knowing that this first one is now a completely natural habit or take that number one and increase it right but do not do two area of your life at the same time otherwise it's just going to be like a new year resolution all over again so let me quickly recap this podcast If you're listening to this podcast, you likely have what I coin as diet brain, right? A specific thinking pattern in your life. And in part, you have a perfectionism habit. For you to be successful in changing your habits long term, you have to shift, you have to change your perfectionistic paradigm using a tool called minimum baseline. Expect that it will be uncomfortable as much as actually going on a diet was, right? The shift, the change patterns in our life, no matter what they are, are always uncomfortable. Set up A minimum baseline in one area of your life, a small, small goal that is 100% achievable, something you can actually follow through and rebuild your relationship with yourself, build trust and integrity. That's the goal, not the habit in itself. Celebrate the small achievement of your minimum baseline. Be proud of yourself. Share it. Share it with your friend, your family, your husband, your kids on social media. Like be proud of achieving your minimum baseline. Give your brain a dopamine rush of you actually building trust and integrity with yourself. I'd love to hear from you if the podcast was helpful. Leave us a review either on your iPhone app or on your Stitcher application, whatever you're using, your review is kind of the way of paying back for the podcast. It helps us rank higher on iTunes. I do have another very inspiring show coming up next week. I'm going to teach you another Model. so minimum baseline was one model, I'm gonna teach you the new model called be, do, and have. And it's gonna shift the way you think about your thoughts. Stay tuned for that. I love you, and I look forward to hang out with you on the next episode.